Hello, 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 hello. I am Matt Williamson, former NFL scout, former college scout, former NFL super analyst for ESPN for 10 years, and now I am talking to you as well as doing many other things across the web. I am at Williamson NFL. It is great to chat with you. If you're a new listener, I know we've been growing quickly. I think you will enjoy it. I'm a very laid-back environment, just me and you sitting here at my bar chatting about the league for 15, 20, 25 minutes, something along those lines. Tomorrow, uh, we will have Mike Renner again from Pro Football Focus. Today is Power Ranks, pretty much as usual. And as I told you yesterday, um, we're going to just make you aware of the three remaining games of all the all the prominent teams, you know, we're not going to tell you about the the you know the, the bottom of the, the Colts minus you know final three games and analyze those. You know, we're going to talk about the teams that matter for playoff wise. Uh, you guys that are Colts fans and you know Giants fans, we will do much much off season analysis. That's my favorite, to be honest with you, is roster building draft, team needs. To me, that's what I am the best at of all these different phases of NFL, throughout the NFL season. So you will get plenty, but you're going to have to bear with me for now in the, in the playoffs because we are going to lean towards the stronger teams. So at 32, we have the Brownies. They're playing better, but they don't win games. So I'm going to leave them at the bottom. And I told you for these teams that matter, I'm going to talk to you about the three upcoming games. Well, let's do that with the Browns, too, to see if they can win one. They host the Ravens. Don't like their chances there. At Chicago, maybe. Bears looked really good this past week. But the Browns could win that game. You know, low scoring, perhaps. Finish in Pittsburgh, which, if the Steelers need it, Depending how things go with seedings, I don't think the Browns win that game pretty much no matter what. But if the Steelers are resting everyone for some reason, depending how the rest of the season plays out, then maybe the Brownies get a cheap one and get their first or maybe even second win. Who knows? I got the Colts at 31. They were at 30 a week ago. I got the Giants back down to 30 after being up to 27. Pretty bad loss for them. Denver wins, so I moved them up two spots from 31 to 29. Okay, um, I guess it was a good win. I'm not cutting on you, Denver. Uh, T-Bay goes from 26 to 28. Very disappointing season for them. Houston goes from 25 to 27. The Niners, highest they've been all year, go from 29 to 26. On my man, Jimmy G. I mean, we've talked about him a lot. I've been a fan for a long time. I've I've written such things as this Jimmy G trade to the Niners will go down as one of the best moves in franchise history. They remember, they drafted Joe Montana in the third round. They traded up for Jerry Rice. I mean, it's a pretty good, pretty good franchise to be listed amongst those type of things. Mentioned the Bears earlier. I got them all the way up from 25. They were 28 a week ago. Dominant win. Dominant win. And, you know, I don't know where to put the Jets. I have the Jets at 24, going down from 21. They got handed to them. McCown is now out. Um, I'm not going to pull up their schedule, but it wouldn't blow me away if the rest of it gets ugly, ugly, ugly for the Jets. And, 
you know, they, they exceeded expectations of this year. Imagine the Bengals. I had them all the way up at 14 a week ago. I thought they were playing good football, watching them against the Steelers, and then they really, really laid an egg. I mean, Bengals' season is now over. I think the Marvin Lewis era is probably coming to a conclusion. Not that I think he's a good coach, but I think that that's a good move for player, coach, organization to move on there and just start fresh. All right, now we have two teams on my list. The Bills at 22, the Raiders at 21. That obviously I don't think are very good. I have them in the low 20s, but are still relevant because the AFC is where it is, and these guys, the Bills win games. I mean, the Bills are certainly not dead. And they host Miami, who... Notice I haven't mentioned them yet. They played last night. We'll talk about that in a minute. They're at New England. I got to think that's a loss no matter what. And then they go at Miami. I mean, is Miami going to sweep them? I, I bet the Bills squeak out one of these Miami games. That's probably not enough to get in the playoffs. But I would think that, you know, does that, I mean, it ends up being a pretty decent season for them. They're 7-6 and six now. That would get them to 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, the Raiders are, they are 6-7, and seven, and they go, they host Dallas, they go to Philly, they go to the Chargers. That looks like 0-3 to me. So, that ends up with a 6-10 and 10 Raiders record. And I'm not predicting the future, I'm just kind of leaning a direction, my hunch, I'm not breaking down all these future games. Um, Washington goes from 17 to 20. Miami goes from 24 to 19. And what a game by them last night. I mean, I know a lot of people today want to be like, boy, the Patriots don't have it anymore. I thought Miami took it to them, and they deserve a lot of credit. I thought Cutler played great. I thought Drake played great. And I do worry a little bit about the Patriots' run defense, that's for sure. Um... Their receivers showed up, that's for sure. That that offense has been very inconsistent, but they played well. Sue was a wrecking machine. Howard was an unbelievable force out there. And the Patriots look rusty. I mean, like, I wonder, you know, Brady was talking about how he, he he's fine, but he missed time this week. I mean, he never misses practice time. He did not play well at all. They didn't utilize their backs as receivers as much as I expected. That That was surprising to me. Um, Brady took hits and the, and the line did not play well. Cooks couldn't get away from, from Howard. Um, Hogan looked rusty coming off injury slash ineffective. The no Gronk. I mean, that was obviously gigantic as well. And the Pats D you look at their front seven is really lacking playmakers right now. So, uh, there are some things to be worried about with New England. I mean, I thought that they were, I even said yesterday that I kind of said, I thought New England was going into that game. I thought they would wipe the floor with Miami and they were going to be New England gap rest of the league. Well, maybe that gap isn't so big or maybe they're right there with the rest of the contenders. Arizona goes from 20 to 18. All right. Now, from here on out, we will talk about 
my 1 through 17's uh, upcoming schedules. Lions, they host the Bears. Very losable game. Go to Cincy. And I wonder if Cincy's going to be getting steamrolled from here on out. And then host the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think the Lions really have a shot at the playoffs, but they are 7-6. and six. That kind of sounds like a 9-win season. Something like that. I mean, does that sound right to you? Um, yeah, Lions are 7-6. and six. I think they end up probably 9-7, and 8-8. Eight and eight. Tennessee I am down on. Um, as a winning team, I really don't think they're very good. I think they have a chance to not go to the playoffs despite being, what, 8-4 and four at one point. I have them at 16. They were at 13. They are currently 8-5. and five. They go to San Francisco, which I'm assuming they're favored in, but that is not a gimme at all. Host the Rams. I will take the Rams in that game. Go Host the Jags. I'll take the Jags in that game, too. So, they end up probably 9-7 and seven as well. Maybe even 8-8. Eight and eight. They could lose four in a row to finish their season. Green Bay should be getting Aaron Rodgers back. Um, they're 15 in my, in my power ranks. They got a rough slate, though. They're going to Carolina. They're hosting Minnesota. And then they're going to Detroit. They basically have to win all of them. They're 7-6. and six. Can they get to 10-6? and six? Will Rodgers be Superman immediately and be able to out-duel Cam in Carolina? I mean, I think that's a, a legit question. I mean, is he going to be a little rusty? I know he's superhuman, but that's a tough gig. Um, my hunch is that probably ends up being 9-7 and seven as well. Ravens go from 15 to 14. They should win out at Cleveland, which is a losable game. Host the Colts, which they should crush. Host the Bengals, who are pretty hapless right now. Baltimore is 7-6. and six. That screams 10-6 and six to me, which I got to think is an AFC playoff berth when it's all said and done. Kansas City goes from 22-13, to 13, and I'm not saying they're fixed, but they played, it was a pretty nice showing. It absolutely was. They got a big one, though. They're hosting the Chargers, who, if you've noticed, I have higher on my power ranks than Kansas City. Then they host the Dolphins. Then they go to Denver. I tend to think that's probably two wins, and that brings them to 9-7 and seven for the year, which probably in the end is on the outside looking in. But if they beat the Chargers, they're obviously in the driver's seat in that division. Dallas goes from 12-12. to 12. They are playing much better. But they got a tough run here. Um, they are currently 7-6. and six. Go to Oakland. Losable game, but I think they probably win that one. Host Seattle. At Philly without Wentz. I don't think they sweep or get swept. I think that's probably either a one or two win slate for Dallas. And makes me think that they probably have to win out in order to get in because they're seven and six now. So I think that at best they're probably nine and seven when it's all said and done. And on the outside looking in. I dropped the Eagles from one to two to eleven because of Wentz being out. 
and I'm writing an article of now what now what do you do? So that'll be up tomorrow. But without Wentz, they're no longer one of the top two or three teams in the league. And that's the way I viewed it. Not like, what have you done for me now? It's if you played today, um, the Eagles are at a major disadvantage. They're going to have to run the ball a lot more. It's going to be based on the defense. Foles is going to have to protect the football. But they have a pretty easy slate. And clearly, you know, the work that's been done with Wentz has got them to 11-2. and two. At the Giants, that seems like 12-2. and two. Host the Raiders. 13 and 2, host Dallas, 13 and 2, 13 and 3, or 14 and 2, coin flip game for me here. So 13 14 wins, they're probably still going to be in first place and, and have a bye. All right, now we are into my top 10. Seattle hosting the Rams, obviously a gigantic game. A gigantic game for the division winner situation in the West. At Dallas. Tough. Absolutely tough. Host Arizona. Big rivalry game. Very losable. I kind of feel like Arizona can beat anyone. Seattle's at 8-5. and five. I'm guessing they end up 10-6. and six. And that's borderline, I would think, to get in the playoffs. I got Atlanta at 9. They were at 9 last week. They are eight and five as well. Go to Tampa. That looks like nine and five. At New Orleans, that looks like nine and six. Carolina at the end of the year. I mean, at New Orleans, hosting Carolina to finish the season. Who? I see one, maybe one, one or two wins left in Atlanta, and that probably means on the outside looking in. Bump the Chargers up from 11 to 8. As mentioned, they go to Kansas City this week. Humongous game. I will probably pick the Chargers. At the Jets, I'll pick the Chargers. Hosting the Raiders, I'll pick the Chargers. Uh, Chargers have been my team from the beginning. They're at 7 and 6. I think they have a really good chance to end up 10 and 6. Jacksonville is really sitting pretty here. They are 9 and 4 and could potentially even get a bye. You know, that that New England slip-up last night, and if New England loses in Pittsburgh, Jacksonville at Houston, at San Fran, at Tennessee, I'll probably pick them in all three of those games, and then all of a sudden, I mean, you're looking at a 12-win Jags team. 12-4. and At best, obviously. But, I mean, I think 11-5 and is being pretty safe. Pretty good, man. I mean, considering where this team has been the last few years. Got the Rams at six. As mentioned, they go to Seattle this week. Massive implications. Go to Tennessee, which won't be an easy game. I'm rough on Tennessee, but that won't be an easy game. And then they host the Niners. The Rams are currently nine and four. That looks like an 11 and five finish this season. And, and like Jacksonville, I think Rams fans would have taken that before the season started. I got the Steelers at five. I know some people have them at one after New England lost last night. I just think their defense is really poor. Um, They've only lost two games all year. They're hosting New England. Then they go to Houston. Then they host the Browns. I would say there's a 40% chance they end up 15 and two or 14 and two. I probably will take New England in that game. I haven't broken it down, and I will all week, but I have to some degree. But So, 
I would think you know Steelers pretty conservatively are going to be thirteen and three this year, which is a buy and potentially even the one seed if they lose to New England. Although that would be huge, so they're in pretty darn good shape. There's no doubt about that. The Vikings are also in pretty good shape, but um, they are now sitting ten and three. They have some injuries though. I'm a little worried about that. They are my number four team. They have ten wins now. They host the Bengals. That'll be eleven. They go to Green Bay. I don't know that that's 12, but they host the Bears. So I think they end up 12 and 4 and win two of these next three. Could win all three. I mean, there's no doubt about that and really be sitting in good shape. Carolina goes from 7 to 3. And I like this team, man. I mean, they're 9 and 4. They host the Packers. Tough one. Go host the Bucks. They win that one. At Atlanta. So, worse, they're a 10-win team. Probably 11. I would think they either beat Atlanta or the Packers. 11-5 season is going to get you in the playoffs, and they're a dangerous team. I got the Saints at 2. They, too, are a dangerous team, and they have a pretty favorable schedule sitting there at 9-4. and four. Host the Jets, which is blowout city, I think. Host the Falcons which I will pick the Saints, and they should be favored in that game in the in New Orleans. At Tampa, with a, with a team that probably is going to be talking about a new coach and making golf reservations. So I think New Orleans wins three more, probably, and that gets you to 12-4. and four. At worst, they end up 11-5. and five. They're going to the playoffs. I left the Patriots at one, and honestly, just because I couldn't put anybody else. You know, they were unimpressive last night. And I'm leaving them at one because of how I felt of them going into that game. Um, which I, obviously, I was a little bit wrong about. But can you put New Orleans as the best team in the league? Carolina, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Rams, Jacksonville, Chargers. I mean, who's your best team in the league? If you have to do this exercise, you got to put somebody at one. And I'm putting the I'm putting the Pats. And after that loss, they are now 10-3. and three. We've mentioned big showdown in Pittsburgh. I would probably pick them to win. Then they host the Bills and the Jets. So, at worst, I think they end up 12-4. and four, And that probably gets you a bye. But if they're 12-4 and four and the Jags are 12-4, and four and, you know, so that's the concern. But maybe you'll lose the one seed if you lose. If you lose to Pittsburgh, you probably are going to lose the one seed. But the next two games are pretty easy for New England, and I think they'll roll over the Bills and the Jets to finish up. So this was fun. I hadn't really looked at the, the schedules as in-depth as this to say, you know, who has tough slates, who doesn't. Um, tomorrow we'll have Mike on, so spread the word. Take care.